0: are a beautiful thing, that's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49, so I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. ba Prices and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal, single item at regular price.
1: And now, it is time for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. Alright, it's the Ask the Angry Ninja Show with the Assassin Wife. Assassin. (laughs) She's going to assassinate
2: you. Assassination.
1: The Assassinator. The Assassin Wife. I don't
2: know.
1: We we might have to come up with a different name. Well, you picked Assassin Wife. I, I picked Ninja Wife, and you're like, no, I want to sound like I murder people. I'm the Assassin Wife. And I'm like, cool, Assassin Wife. I
2: think I I've been playing too much Assassin's Creed. Um, I'm gearing up for the new one.
1: Time out. She just said something that's not possible. There's no way to play too much <laughs> Assassin's like,
2: Creed. Like, right now, I'm going back and forth to replaying Odyssey and Origins. Like, I'm playing them to back and forth. Ninja Monkey. Yeah, so I can get ready for Valhalla.
1: Bahala! Oh, bahala!
2: I'm so excited.
1: I literally just said bahala. You did. I, I, I should never bahala. It's
2: better
1: than like, ah. Ah. Sorry. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, um, for the rest of this episode, would you prefer to be Ninja Wife, Assassin Wife, or do you want to come up with something else real quick that I'll forget?
2: Ah, just call me whatever.
1: All right, so we're doing this show today with whatever. Ah, whatever. The Ninja Wife. All right. Ninja Wife up in the hizzy. And we're doing, of course, Ninja Wife's here. So you know what we're doing. What are we doing? Movies. Movies. And what is our number one?
2: Our first pick is oh, yours.
1: it's mine. Oh, and, 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 seriously, Martin Lawrence. Like, bad boys. Black great Knight. Movie. Black Knight. uh, oh, just so many great funny movies. And Blue Streak, where he pretends to be a cop. Oh, great movie. Uh, it, the list goes on and on but overall one of my favorite movies of his is not probably on anybody else's top list but I really like the movie What's the Worst that Cab and he did it with Danny DeVito and John Ligerzama um, uh, John, <laughs> I can't say his last name uh, from did the, the Super Mer- oh, like I also did Two Bone Food Thanks to Julie no-, no More oh, I thought it was Thanks for Everything you just said Thanks to Julie Dumore.
2: It
1: is too long, Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newman. Okay, I, yeah, but anyway, great movie. Um, and the whole concept of this movie is one of the, the greatest uh, cat burglars is Martin Lawrence. I know it's a stretch, and he has a whole team of people because every cat burglar needs team of people, and he's robbing Danny DeVito's house because Danny DeVito's not supposed to be there, but he decides to hang out and cheat on his wife, and so the guy gets caught. And as a, I guess a final F you to the robber, as he's leaving the coffee looks goes, "Oh, he has my ring on his finger. Give me his ring, and or give me my ring. But it really, was Martin Lawrence's character's ring? He takes it, and you know, if you get lucky and catch the world's greatest cat burglar, and you get to keep all your stuff, you should be happy and leave it alone. Don't rob the robber. The robber, and the rest of the movie is about. Martin Lawrence bankrupting and ruining Danny DeVito's entire life.
2: But it's
1: not like he deserved it. I mean, cheating. Oh, no, no. no! You, you don't. You, you're rooting for the robber the entire movie. <laughs> 100%. Like, you're on, you're on Martin Lawrence's side. This movie is definitely skewed. Because, like, this guy's trying to bribe Congress. And he takes the money out of the bribes and puts F.U. letters to all the congressmen. That's <laughs> oh, It's great movie. Everybody should watch it. Funny. One of my favorite Martin Lawrence movies. Um, and she struggled.
0: I did struggle,
1: and then she fell in a movie I don't know a whole lot about.
2: So I picked Welcome Home Roscoe Jenkins.
1: And the only thing I've caught from the pieces of watching this movie because I've never watched it all the way through because she just watches it literally every time it's on TV. It's it it's that's what we're watching. Uh, is he has a really horrible girlfriend and he <laughs> fights with his family a lot. That's. <laughs>
2: Well, he does have an awful girlfriend. She was a survivor contestant. (coughs) So she's all about, you know, winning and being the best. And yeah, real annoying. Um, Basically, he's a uh, really famous talk show host. And his slogan is the team of me. But then he goes back home to his mama, his daddy, his cousins, siblings, all that. To like a family reunion. With his girlfriend and his son. His girlfriend's son. Mm-hmm.
1: Bad word. And does he, like, by the end of the movie, leave her for, like, his old high school flame?
2: Yes. And see, him and his uh, cousin, who was, like, a brother because his parents died, so they, uh, he kind by...
1: of... Played by... Cedric Entertainer.
2: Cedric Entertainer. Watch the little. <laughs> and so, they had this big rival, because he feels like, as kids, his daddy pretty much made his cousin his son and forgot about him. So that comes up with a lot of issues.
1: And that's why he's the team of me, because he don't need nobody. Yeah. But he really does.
2: So pretty much close to the end, you know, he starts realizing all these great epiphanies and everything that he should have known already. And his son, you know, is like, well, you know, he wants to stay with his family and stuff because the kid likes being there instead of back home where he doesn't really fit. So he ends up moving back home at the end, getting with his little high school sweetheart. It's it, it's a cute movie. And I think everybody should watch it. Because I'm not doing it justice talking about it. Like, I'm just not.
1: All right. Well, since you're not doing it justice, let's move on to something maybe you will do justice. Uh, and your choice was...
2: Queen La Diva!
1: Royalty up in the hizzy! Which is very hard, because I dun, love dun, some of
2: dun, your dun, her dun, movies. Dun, dun. I mean, we got Beauty Shop, we got Mad Money, we got... <laughs>
1: Uh, last holiday we got taxi. Oh, uh, you know taxi with uh, Jim like, Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, and when, okay, the, I like that movie except for one small part where I'm like, come on guys, but well, the car is basically a transformer at one point. <laughs> she hits a button and like the engine gets bigger and it's, <laughs> it gets it gets a rocket boost. Yeah,
2: I'm
1: like, like look, I guess he's the world's greatest taxi driver, but little little. <laughs> just stretched that just a little too far but funny
2: I picked Mad Money though
1: and I'm gonna just have to bow out on this one because I'm about to make my wife mad
2: because he's never seen it
1: i never heard of it
2: so this movie has Queen Latifah Diane Keaton and for the life of me Katie Holmes okay and it's about three women mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so Diane Keaton is used to being rich pretty much well, but mean, then her husband gets kind of cut from his job and all this stuff. so Life she, happens. <laughs> yeah. They got so the So she goes works at a, um, kind of like Fort Knox, where they take the money and all the money that's... Uh, oh,
1: been, the Federal Reserve.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, all the money that's been circul- circulated to Is this long.
1: a comedy or a serious movie? Because it's starting to sound like Dead Presidents
2: it's kind of comedy oh okay I mean it's a little bit of
1: you know so it's a, a comedy version of Dead Presidents
2: I guess I'm never seen Dead
1: Presidents uh, they, they robbed the Federal Reserve to get the recycled money
2: well that's pretty much what they do yeah. um and while she's doing that she meets the other two women which are played by Katie Holmes and Queen Latifah mm-hmm. now Queen Latifah trying to make a better life for her sons and stuff because she's a single mom mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and then Katie Holmes honestly, I don't
1: know why whatever she wanted money
2: yeah Um, but they all have really good reasons. And so they, uh, like, one is, like, the cleaning lady. Which is Diane Keaton. Um, one is the one that takes the money in Mm -hmm. and locks it and then bounces. And the other one's the one that stands there all day shredding the money.
1: That's kind of, like, the most heartbreaking job on the planet. What'd you do today? I shredded a million dollar... What?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So they start, like...
1: ten dollars an hour.
2: They went and bought a secret lock and different keys and you know, switched it out. And then while she cleaned, they dropped the bag. and it, It's a good movie.
1: And they get away with it?
2: Um. Well, they get caught, but then Diane Keaton, uh, because she plans everything,
1: mm-hmm.
2: gets them off of it.
1: So they get away with it. And yeah. get to keep the money?
2: And get to keep some money, yeah.
1: <laughs> Way better than any of the presidents. They all die. Yeah,
2: it's a great movie. It, and Ted Danson's in
1: it, too. And see, I was actually torn with Queen Latifah between two movies. Uh, one a comedy, one a serious movie because she's one of those people who can pull off both. And the one movie was Set It Off, which ironically was a bank robbery movie where her and her three friends are <laughs> tired of being messed over by everybody and go rob banks. And it's a great movie. But I ended up going on the comedy and everybody's going to be like, really, you watched this movie? Yes. Because I loved The Barbershop and the complete other side of this was Beauty Shop! And it was just a great, funny I love that
2: movie. movie. It was just
1: hilarious. Like, and Kevin Bacon in this movie? Was Jorge, it's for, just George. George, yeah. No, it's Jorge. No, George. You're, you're George. No, you're Kevin Bacon. Like, it was great. It was a funny movie. Um, honestly, everybody should go watch the movie. This is a good, funny movie. Like, and in the end of the day, of course, it's, it's, it's like Barbershop, Beauty Shop. They save the shop, save the thing, and they make a white girl grow, but it, that happens. Because they feed her greens. Apparently, if you eat greens and you're white, you will grow booty. That's that's one thing I took away from this movie. I don't know why you're making that face. That's actually a plot of this movie.
2: I know it is. And now that I think of it, I have ate greens my whole life.
1: And you got booty.
2: I love that movie though.
1: <laughs> All right. Like, I love
2: Queen Latifah though. And she also did a version of uh, Stigmatolius. I'm oh, sorry, my leg was scratched, yeah. Her
1: leg scratched, so she can lean away from the mic. <laughs> no, t- she
2: did a version of "Still Magnolia."
1: And didn't was she in that, the Whiz?
2: Oh, on on TV? Yeah, was yeah. And then she was Ursula, and the TV. We were pro- not gonna TV no, protection no, no, of no, no, Little Mermaid.
1: Oh, which was god awful.
2: Oh, Disney gods don't strike me down, but it wasn't that good. It wasn't because of
1: her. No, Dis- she was. Uh, I- <laughs> And it was a TV... Sp- yeah. We're like that, and Little Mermaid was my favorite, and I
2: cried. I- I'm like, really? Yeah, they did a horrible
1: job. All right. Now, my choice for the third movie, third choice that we do, because we you know, can't keep it to four p- or two-piece, uh, was George Clooney.
2: Which I struggled, y'all. I struggled hard.
1: And and for me, this wasn't a struggle. Because, I mean, I love George Clooney. I've loved every movie his. I've seen, except for one. Batman. Oh my god. Yes, because Batman shouldn't have nipples for one. <laughs> and George Clooney was a god awful Batman. Like, he just was horrible. He, was, he was, wasn't good at playing Bruce Wayne. He wasn't good at playing Batman. And I. No, and Chris O'Donnell's cod piece in that movie was ridiculous.
2: <laughs> Where are you looking?
1: You can't miss it. It takes up half the screen at one point when they do that little thing. I'm like, good lord. No, there's a sock in there, I guarantee it. Bing, bing. Yeah, uh, with the nipples. Uh, it's a horrible movie. I love that. Horrible movie. But, when I think of George Clooney and I think of great movies, one movie just pops right in my head immediately, and that is The Perfect Storm, which he shot with Mark Wahlberg. It was a
2: great
1: movie. And based on something George that George George. really happened. Yeah. Of course, they I mean, kind of had to make up what happened on the ship because nobody knows what happened on the ship because... Well, that's the whole point of the movie. The perfect storm comes, and... When you're in a ship in the sea and the perfect storm comes, you should avoid it, right? But no! They had a million dollars worth of fish on board, so they're gonna... They're gonna push their little rinky-dink boat, and they're gonna make it through the storm. They don't make it. I thought one of them did. No, no, no. You're thinking of the end scene where he's doing that... Margaret was floating, talking about... Honey, whenever you close your eyes... I want you to feel the love I'm sending out in the universe and know it. And, and then he drowns. Oh. It's kind of a sad part, but oh, I mean, that movie just really ups and downs, it's a great movie. George Clooney, Perfect Storm, everybody should watch it. Yeah. And your choice?
2: I struggled.
1: You always struggle.
2: Now, I struggle for you, a different no, reasons.
1: You struggle with every one of these choices, all of them, and there's a couple of reasons. One, you've seen all the movies. <laughs> Like, you've seen them all. And we pick great people who make great movies, and you've seen all the movies and you love them all.
2: But see, I didn't have that problem with this one.
1: No, you did have that problem. But you're like.
2: I was trying, struggling to find one.
1: Well, it's because he doesn't do a lot of Disney.
2: Like, if you want TV shows, ER, uh, Facts of Life. I love Facts of Life. But as movie holes?
1: I think it's a curse, too. I think she was going to take perfect storm. Yeah, there's
2: only two. And so that left me with Oh, Brother by Arthur.
1: Another great Which, movie.
2: It is a great movie.
1: It is. Uh, and the great song came from that movie? A couple of
2: songs
1: did. Yeah, it was a great soundtrack. I mean, you can't go wrong with that movie. It was a great movie. I don't know why you struggled.
2: Because I don't... I guess I don't watch a lot of George well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's not really a lot of them that I appeal to me. Eh, still good movies. I mean, there's a couple good ones, but I struggle with this one. But I do like Over Over though. Yeah. Um, this movie actually has a very special place in my heart. And why is that? Because my grandpa loved this movie. So when I first watched this movie, I watched it with my grandpa.
1: Uh oh. What? That 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 just puts it to another level. I'm have to switch it. To my favorite movie now, like.
2: So yeah, so this movie is a great movie. A great soundtrack. Um, I love him and his uh oh, what is the stuff he puts in his hair.
1: Oh that it constantly the whole movie's yeah, so,
2: and that flood scene you see the <laughs> floating. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, it's
2: great. I love
1: that movie. Alright, and your last choice?
2: My pick is Jeff Goldblum.
1: Who and- I mean, the list of great Jeff Goldblum movies. But she surprised me on this one. Because as soon as she said Jeff Goldblum, I was like, oh, she's going to pick Jurassic Park. She loves
2: Jurassic Park. I do love Jurassic Park. And I love
1: the Earth Girls Are Easy. Uh, oh, oh. Seriously, Earth Girls Are Easy is great, great, great bad 80s comedy. <laughs> it
2: was great. So, yeah, I was going to pick Jurassic Park because I do love Jurassic Park so much. And I was going to pick Earth Girls Are Easy because I do love that one. But I didn't. You I didn't. went with my all-time favorite.
1: And I'm gonna trouble for this one. I haven't seen it either.
2: Oh, we don't know how anyone can go upstairs and watch after this. Yeah, no we can't. Excuse you? No, we have something else here. Oh. The Prince of Egypt.
1: The Prince of Egypt, which I think it's a religious
2: movie? It is a religious it's Moses.
1: Is it the story of Moses? It's and he...
2: Ramses and the Plague and um the burning bush and
1: yeah. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. And he plays Moses's, well, his brother that he didn't know was his brother until later in the
1: life. But in the story of Moses in the Bible, doesn't he have a brother that's a big deal for most of the book? Aaron. Aaron, yeah. Does he play Aaron? He plays Aaron.
2: Okay.
1: I thought, in the real story, I thought Moses knew about Aaron in the Bible.
2: Well, I mean, for a long time, he didn't know he wasn't actually the Pharaoh's son. Oh. So, once he found out that, then yeah. I can never say his sister's name right, so. I... I, I but, yeah. So, he is the voice of Aaron. Right. Which, I love this movie. It's one of my favorite books in the Bible, too. Hmm. So, yeah.
1: Alright. Jeff Goldblum. I was originally going to go with Thor. Because his job, him playing the, the collector, collector, was just a great, great role for Jeff Goldblum. And I was like, you know... Jeff Glum was some other stuff where he played bigger roles than I like. And I was like, you know, she didn't pick Dress Park, I'm over Dress Park. And I'm like, no. I'm going to go back to one of the first scarier movies I ever saw. I don't know why my parents let me watch it. But they did. And I loved it. And it led to a horrible sequel that wasn't good. But I watched it anyway. That's The Fly. Have you seen the Jeff Glumman no. Fly movie? Oh, so this movie is great. He wants to invent a teleportation machine. And he has done it. He is successful. He has done it. And it is time, because he thinks he's got to perfect it perfected, to do a human trial. And obviously this is back in the eighties, so they didn't have protocols or he was gonna break them. So he decides to test it on himself. So he gets in the teleportation machine and remotely activates it so it doesn't he doesn't see the warning screen that pops up because you know, why would you have your assistants watch the screen because he didn't have any so he gets in there and he didn't notice a fly flies into the machine with him so when he teleports the machine doesn't know what to do because it's only programmed for one thing being in there so it mixes their dna so, <laughs> so he comes out looking perfectly normal like a human and slowly starts to turn into a fly so
2: it's kind of like that scene in super Mario Bros. where he turns into
1: a dinosaur kind of a much much slower process Like, his teeth start to fall out, his hair starts to fall out, but he starts getting really strong, too, but he also flies don't eat by chewing. So there's, shows the way flies eat, which is by vomiting on the food and then sucking it back up. That's how he has to eat, yeah. Well, he also eats a person that way, too. Well, not all a person, just his hand.
2: Oh, that's nasty.
1: Oh, I I did say horror movie, right? That's nasty, dude. Uh, Yeah, and finally, Gina Davis, which is his girlfriend, which he impregnates after the mutation that he didn't know happened. So they're going
2: to have fly
1: babies? That's what the sequel is. They have a fly baby.
2: Fly baby!
1: But it looks oh. perfectly, yeah. So, and then he turns into a big giant fly and...
2: Flies away?
1: No, this is a, a great part. a
2: giant bug zapper.
1: Oh, no, she shotgun, actually. She oh. shotguns him in the head. Gina Davis shotguns him in the head. Oh. Yeah.
2: Aw, oh, poor fly. But... No one needs giant
1: bugs. Well, and I was like, oh, okay, so it's going to be a giant half-human, half-fly creature, right? No, no, no. The special effects was so bad, they literally just built a giant fly stuff-looking thing. Like, and it, it just, yeah, just turns into a big old giant fly. And she shoots him in the, head in the movie. But it's still great movie. Awesome. It's actually based on a really old black-and-white short where uh, <laughs> the thing happens, right? But it's more of an instant effect, and two things come out in the original, the black-and-the-white. So you have a human scientist body with a fly arm and a fly head and they end up killing it or it kills itself and uh, the two detectives are like this is the weirdest thing we've heard this is crazy this couldn't be real we don't know what happened well, and they, they go sit at a bench and they hear a little tiny voice going help me, help me, <laughs> help me <laughs> and they look over in a spider web and there's a fly with one human arm and one human head and they watch the spider eat it.
2: That's creepy.
1: Like You know black and white short little quick horror hit movies? That's, that's It was supposed to be creepy. That was the point. Great. You said,
2: help me. Help me.
1: Help me. It was great. It was, it was creepy. You look like you're creeped out a little bit, honey. A little bit. It's a scary movie. You're supposed to be creeped out a little bit.
2: I like scary movies.
1: Whatever. Alright, so. on.com oh. slash worst jokes. That's patreon.com slash worst jokes join a tier join a high enough tier help us out you're gonna earn some merchandise out the deal also people who are on patreon get first dibs on answering questions but if you want to find me on twitter at cman2342 answer questions on there also and youtube and facebook all you gotta do is search for ask the angry ninja promise you'll find everything we're doing hope everybody has a ninja night Normally take like a good you know couple of years. Yeah, but guess, they got that great coach. I hate to say it. Awesome coach. He needed. He deserved that Super Bowl too, man. Because they was talking about if he didn't win that Super Bowl with them, they was talking about who that went down in history. It's like, oh, one of the greatest coaches ever never won the Super Bowl. Yeah, and that happens. I mean, look at Dan Marino, one of the best quarterbacks ever. Never, never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but, but you know he's a jerk, so I don't care. He didn't deserve it. Yeah. I met Dan Marino.
0: Not to our teams. (laughs) Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts SAVE to 203203. V E to 203203. Take as little as three minutes to see if you could save on motorcycle insurance with Progressive. Come on, you've spent more time than that thinking about helmets with faces on them.
2: I should get a new helmet. Ooh, maybe I'll get one of those ones that looks like a face with painted teeth and eyebrows, you know? Oh, that always looks so cool. People are like, whoa, is that a person with two faces? Oh, no, it's a helmet. And one face
0: get a quote in as little as three minutes at progressive.com progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates